0: A home
1: and welcome back to another episode of Into the Wilderness brought to you by Seawill Canada. I'm your host, Dan Lonergan, and we are technically live from our 2023 conference in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, kick things off this morning with a fantastic opening keynote from Dr. Corey C. Miller on Generation Z slash Z for our Canadian listeners. Um, the plan for, for our conference, kind of kind of what we're doing, is, is recording a bunch of content while we're live at the conference, posting it finally on video. Uh, so thanks for, for tuning in officially to our YouTube channel, Seawill Canada. As always, these episodes will be live on uh, our Spotify page as well as Anchor. Uh, into the wilderness. All you have to do is Google it and you will find it. Um, Obviously, conferences are not possible without the generous support from a number of sponsors uh, and one of those sponsors I'm fortunate enough to be sitting down with today, uh, Alina Chow from JotTech, which is a networking platform um, used by a a variety of of different audiences, professionals, students, um, and so just really, really interested to talk to you today about your platform, how you started it, how you see it being used. So obviously with people listening to this podcast in the work integrated learning space, uh, working a lot with students, students, you know, going out into the workplace, how do they build, you know, the professional brand? Um, how do they I, you know, articulate what they're learning, what they're doing? And how do you do that in kind of a, a creative way? And that isn't, you know, just the old status quo, but also building a, a little network for yourselves. And we're always talking to students about, you got to go to networking events, you got to you have to network more and it's not something that's the most comfortable as as we heard kind of this morning for this generation to do how do we use and utilize tools to make it a bit more uh, efficient but also kind of tap into what they are comfortable with uh, and one of that being technology so welcome to the show of uh, being i think technically the second like video guest that we've ever done the very first episode we had some video content for Uh, So this is really exciting for me. Uh, So welcome. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having me.
1: Um, So tell me a little bit more about about yourself, about your background um, and then how Jot Tech came to be.
0: Right. So I actually spent 20 years in the business development and stakeholder relations capacity uh, for a very different industry. I was in mining for close to 20 years. And um, throughout that Uh, those two decades. I was working with publicly traded companies helping them find investors so I found myself traveling quite a bit to conferences not unlike SeaWill, all over the world and I was probably traveling about 200 days of the year so you can imagine the number of people that I got to meet over my career coming home always with these stacks of cards Mm -hmm and notes written on every possible surface, like whether it's on the back of the business card or on my notepad or sometimes on a napkin. And then I would have to spend hours making sense of everything, capturing all of that context into a spreadsheet or whatever rudimentary CRM I had. Um, And so over the years I thought, there really needs to be something that I can use on my phone and while I'm on the move to capture some of the, those contacts so that I don't have to do all this work when I'm back at the office. Because as you know, when we're back at the office, we're busy catching up on real work as well. <laughs> the mountain of emails. That exactly. Piled up, so yeah. the last thing we want to do is spend scanning business cards. So during COVID, we found ourselves with some extra time on our hands and so some of the team members and I said, hey, you know that idea that we always had? Let's try to prototype it and workshop it and see if we can build something that we can test with some of our audience. So we found some professionals to test it and we got some pretty positive reviews and and feedback. So we continued to push it. So we officially launched Jot in September of 2022 Hmm. and uh, we partnered with uh, UTSC to launch it into their student population so they can give it a try, and being an alumna from there, it was like going back to where I came from, so it was a full circle. Um, The entire idea of networking, I think people have um, a different concept. To me, a lot of people think about networking as, I'm going to go into an event and I'm going to connect with as many people as possible and I'm going to walk out with 60 new LinkedIn connections. But for me, networking is how many relationships am I going to walk out with? And how many meaningful conversations can I continue to have from that event? And relationships often take time to build and If you're thinking in the form of sales, whether it's, um, I'm going to get a job if you're a student, or I'm going to get a new client if you're in a business, sometimes that can take months. And sometimes people don't have the opportunity that's available to you upon meeting them. But it requires you to continue to reach out to them. So it's interesting to, that people are not taking notes about these conversations. So we met yesterday in person for the first time, for example, And I noted that you have a one and three year old and it's also your first time in Halifax and that you went to PI for example so I can I can have a meaningful follow-up with you and that I know that you would appreciate that I remember these details so sometimes I think when it comes to teaching students especially or even some professionals uh, who are seasoned to network properly is is really focusing on the relationship building aspect more than just connecting.
1: Well I think that's a it speaks a lot to kind of how the I'll call it the business card industry if if you want to name it as an industry has changed dramatically I think since since COVID but it, it had started a little bit before that so you see a you know, a bunch of these new smart cards coming out. I've had a couple of different iterations from different sure. companies. Um, but with, with Jot, there is no physical card, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's strictly the app. It, it operates through QR codes, which I like. And I, I'm interested to know, so when you piloted this with a group of students from the University of Toronto Scarborough, what was that like in terms of, like, what was, what was the student, like, was there a certain program that you targeted with um, what were some early discoveries that you had in that pilot uh, with yeah. those students?
0: It, it was interesting with the management faculty at okay. that University of uh, Toronto Scarborough campus were the first cohort of users that we, we introduced this product to. And an interesting fact that we found is that they're not into email, reading emails. No. No. And that's a new trend. And that's certainly, it was certainly a surprise for me because I was like what do you mean you don't read emails how do you contact each other and they said well through instagram or whatsapp and i said well you're not going to give a potential employer necessarily your your instagram you don't handle. want them yeah you don't want them following your i'm not sure i want some of my professors and potential no. employers to look at what i'm posting on instagram either so there really wasn't a professional platform and while we appreciate, and, and I personally love LinkedIn for the purpose of prospecting and doing a bit of research on what someone's done in the past, it doesn't help me carry on that relationship once I'm connected no. with that person. And I think students saw the challenge with LinkedIn and what it presented after you connect with with that person. And um, an interesting use case that came out of our, our partnership with UTSC was they actually started using it for student clubs, organizing events, making notes of what their members are interested in, the types of um, events they are uh, interested in attending so that they can in- continue to improve engagement with their members, um, organizing to-dos even among their club executives. So they're using it for that. So, so those were surprise use cases that came out of that. And they started using it more for um, p- um, student to faculty communication oh, as well. Yeah. And they are trying to convince their professors to get onto Jot so that they can message them because they don't want them to email them. So
1: I wonder if that'll be more challenging than getting the students.
0: On um, it. there are. I mean, there are a lot of professors who are looking for better ways to outreach out. Reach out right. And we actually have a broadcasting capability in the in-app chat where if the students are tagged with maybe the course code they can get a message that's sent to them by the professor for maybe a course important information about a a project or something like that. That's interesting. Yeah so so that's something we can give the professors as a capability and the students are also using it as a peer-to-peer Um, like they share contacts with each other so that's another feature that they've been using so a number of different ways and and it really is around building, again, building relationships and recently I was at uh, on campus giving a a training on on networking to student club leaders and I said look when you think of networking students think potential employers may be a sponsor for their clubs but what they don't Appreciate is that they are surrounded by potential uh, champions. Because if you look around, the person sitting next to you, even though they're the same age, could potentially be a client of yours mm-hmm. in the future, a colleague, etc. So don't just network outside of the campus, yeah. also network within and, and keep in touch with each other. And one of the beauties of, of our app is, and my favorite feature, by the way, is that once you're connected on the app, no matter where you go, as soon as you update your information, if you update even your bio or your email, it'll push it to everyone you're connected with on the app. So you'll never lose touch and you'll always have your latest details of your friends and colleagues.
1: That's really cool because I know obviously that's a huge challenge. You talk about post-secondary environments. So something like you know, like an alumni office, for yeah. example. And okay, you, you get the contact information if if that's kind of how the office operates, but it's like, well, what if that changes you? It's so reliant on the, the, the alumni in that case, self-identifying and then continuing to engage. Oh, Hey, I don't use that email anymore. My phone number Mm -hmm. changed. And I don't know how many, you know, if, if I get a new phone tomorrow and my number changes, am I going to call up my post-secondary and be like, Oh, Hey, by the way, is that the first thing that goes through my mind? So that's a really interesting feature. It just, yep. Everybody gets it. Yeah. And it's updated. Yeah,
0: and and we are talking to to the alumni relations department Mm -hmm. to see if we can encourage students to use it from year one and just kind of get them used to using the platform. Right. Then, you know, when they graduate and they see the value in having the app there to help them build relationships, that they will stay in touch with their their universities. Like myself, I'm a prime example. I got... um, an outreach from the alumni relations director saying, "Hey, you should come back after 20 years of being out of school and see if you can get in, you want to get involved." And I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, sh- sure." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> while I'm getting involved, all of my other friends who were also alumni, they were like, "How do we get involved?" And I'm like, oh, I'm, "I'm like, w- reach out to this person." Yeah. But if there was a way that we can keep them in touch with each other, then maybe we can keep them informed of different opportunities to come back, and it would create a better community and a stronger... Well,
1: and it's interesting, you, you mentioned kind of that example with the faculty members and, and Target. Okay, if it's in their course, they can mm-hmm. kind of broadcast it to a group. Could yeah. you look at it that way if, if yes. you know, individuals are tagged to a, an institution? Can, you, can the technology handle that where something like an alumni office could yeah. broadcast to a group... Yeah, especially
0: if you say, oh, this alumna, this alumna is interested mm-hmm. in coming back and supporting a specific topic, you can broadcast to them. So it can be quite targeted as mm-hmm. well. And you can really st- start to target your comms to specific people. So it doesn't, people don't start thinking of it as spam and not reading. Right. It or, yeah. yeah.
1: And I mean, obviously we live in a, a time where that is so prevalent and especially it seems to be kind of in the post secondary space, the number of, of, you know, junk emails, spam emails that yeah. come through. And, um, but I mean, that, that's, I think a side effect of, of technology that it's not new. We've been dealing with it for a long time and there's many ways to manage that and to know what, what is actually, you know, worth opening and, and what you should probably should leave yeah. in your junk folder. Um, but yeah, you, you mentioned things like relationships versus just making a connection or just coming mm. back with a stack of cards, which is why I've been kind of a, a, on for a while now of you know not wanting physical business cards. Obviously, uh, the the environmental piece of, of waste comes to mind as well of just yeah. how many of these are we printing, and, and that's fueled I think a lot of of changes in the industry. Um, the lights just went off in here, which this <laughs> thing must be. Uh, this is, this is a fun kind of yeah. motion sensor piece. Shot in piece. the dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, we're back. Yeah. Um, but um, so how do you, you know, where, where do you take it so it does, we're not creating all this waste? And, and you mentioned th- student clubs, which yeah. I've always, I mean, I've, I've heard about it in the past and that, yeah, student clubs or, or leaders of student clubs You know, they go and get their own business cards and it says whatever whatever title they have. And and I'm all I'm all for student clubs. And I think it's super important to get involved as a student, especially, uh, you know, you see it a lot in business schools uh, or faculties of management where it it gives an additional purpose to those students, especially if they want to, you know, stretch their leadership uh, skills and, and push themselves, challenge themselves that way. But something like having a business card and printing however many, you know, whatever the minimum is, if, if you're going to go through a website that does that or even internally with institutions, you're probably never going to hand out the box that you get. And even as, I think, professional staff, like I think back to how many physical cards I've thrown away because they're now outdated. Yeah. Um, for students, I, I just see that being even quicker and having an even shorter lifespan, yeah. that, that box of cards. But also just like what's the effectiveness from you know, as a student club leader to have a physical a card versus program. something like, like your platform where you can manage all your contacts through, it's leveraging the technology that we have to then leverage the relationships that they're trying to build. And just, I'm just so interested to see it, that come about and how it can yeah. be utilized by students. And I, just, I think it's a, a no brainer in that yeah. sense.
0: A fun fact is that 80% or eight out of 10 Cards that are physically exchanged are actually discarded. Oh, so don't doubt it. And uh, if it's a student they may never have the opportunity to give someone their cards because they're too shy or they're whatever the reason is and the Again the the live update feature on this app What it allows students to do because you're only going to be in that position for this academic year all of your networking efforts right. in that academic year all of those relationships that you you build you don't need to lose them after you don't you're no longer in that position when you're maybe the next year you've gotten a better position or you've gone to another club yep. and you go and update your information it gets pushed to all the connections that you've made in the past year it, you can continue to drive the value from your network and continue to keep them informed of what you're being involved in. So it really does sell yourself. And as you said at the very beginning of this uh, episode, was how do I continue to build on my personal brand? Yeah. So that's a, a, a great opportunity. It's an easy, low-hanging fruit thing that you can do.
1: And, and maybe talk to me a little bit about like the profile page or that students can, Mm -hmm. anyone, anyone essentially could create for themselves. I think, you know, for, for a lot of people listening, okay, it's, we're always talking to students about how to showcase whether it's a co-op work term or if it's in the area of, of, you know, experiential learning, other types of work integrated learning, where do you put something like, okay, I did a project with company X and Mm -hmm. it was, it was highly impactful. Maybe it's a little more than just kind of a, Mm -hmm. a case study type thing. you know, I've been in the, the this line of work where it's like, okay, how do we, we educate students how to articulate that on, on their LinkedIn page?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: you can't put those types of things, again, on a physical business card. You can put them on your resume, and yeah. I think a lot of us encourage students to do that, but it's it's contained, because obviously, you know, as with the trend in resumes getting shorter and shorter, where do we leverage technology like this yeah. to highlight um, some of that?
0: So the job profile is basically what, I describe as uh, a short overview or a a highlight of who you are and it allows you to showcase everything about you in in using one link Um, you don't have to say hey here's a uh, my contact details and then here's my LinkedIn and then here's my schedule and then here's my Behance Uh, portfolio. You can showcase that all in one uh, using one job profile. And what we did was we consolidated uh, the profile so that you can have a bio where you can highlight things that are are important things about yourself. So some of our students are like, I'm a third year management co-op student looking for an internship in finance. For example, uh, when they share their profile with people, people already know, okay, this is what I'm looking for. But it also allows them to showcase all of their social presence, including their LinkedIn, if they want to share their Instagram, but a lot of them also share their uh, professional portfolios through Behance and other social platforms, so it really does allow you to consolidate everything. I personally like to put my Calendly in there because Mm. one of the biggest asks that I have when I meet someone is, let's have a follow-up conversation. Here's my profile, here are my details, but here's also my schedule where you can book a follow-up meeting with me that works for you. And I found that safety so much back and forth going, what time works for you? And then this emailing. Um, So, those are all things that I think, from a networking perspective, it really does allow you to have actionable next steps
1: right well and i think that's that's the key part of you know building that relationship is because even okay the the business card transaction is very transactional it's like okay thank you very much have a nice day but to your point that i got to remember a who that person is what kind of notes did i take and even with some of the right even with the digital cards you still have to have those kind of prompts so i really like that calendar example because it is okay already What's the next time we're going to connect with each other? Yeah. Um, let's just book it now. Or, you know, look, I have that direct access, in this case, to you um, to, to have the next step in that conversation, which starts to build that relationship mm-hmm. and now gives purpose to, you know, what, what we might be able to do together in the future. Yeah. Um, so you're here, you're in Halifax. We've got some sessions going on right now. But if, if people who are here want to um, learn more about, obviously, I know you're going to be here mm-hmm. talking, but... Um, I know there's different levels, kind of. Di- there's, there's some pricing elements, there's a base model of, of Jot that is yeah. free to use and then there's some enhanced features, um, but you've got a little kind of promo going for anyone who's yeah. here right now?
0: So Jot is free for all users, uh, but the basic uh, model only allows you to add 10 contacts per month okay. and it all, also doesn't include live updates. So if someone updates their profile, you can't Fair. download the changes. And it also doesn't allow you to customize your card. So uh, Jot Pro allows you to add your own colors and your mm. logo to the Jot Profile so that when people scan it, you get that branding that you want um, to differentiate yourself. And it also doesn't allow you to export reports if you're on the free gotcha. um, Uh, model. So what we're doing is promoting only for Seaworld delegates during this week. If they are interested in Jot Pro, they can actually buy a five-year subscription for $100. And usually it's $50 a year. So it's quite the deal. And we want to push it to or promote it to all the delegates because we want them to see it for themselves before they promote it to their students, the value of this. And what I've been doing is adding everyone onto my Jot and tagging everyone SeaWill 2023. So when I get home, I can easily recall that list and pull it up so I can start sending my um, follow-ups and hit the ground running.
1: Absolutely. So for anybody listening to this beyond June 21st, discount probably, you know, does not apply. But if you're listening to this, you know, during the conference, be sure to connect with Alina. You can obviously check in in our registration table um, and then they can, you know, make the connection that way. And I think you know if, if it is something that our our delegates are interested in, maybe not for them personally, but potentially for their students. Um, or you know, I, I see tons of usage in this, like you mentioned, with student clubs, potentially alumni offices, even career um, career education, career service offices, in terms of how we educate our students to approach networking. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just a different way to do it, and, and a way to truly leverage the technology and just kind of change it up. A bit And lean into, you know, similar to some of the, the comments that we heard this morning about Gen Z, some of the things that they want out of their educational experience and how they want to be engaged. Um, and I think this really taps into to what they're saying. And so it's just, you know, are we listening uh, in that sense and kind of tweaking our programming to meet them where they're at. Uh, but Alina, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to sit thank down and, and, and participate in this and be on the, the show. And again, for sponsoring our conference and for being here and for opening kind of up your platform to, to the Seawill membership. Um, and I, I hope you enjoy the conference while you're here and make some really good uh, relationships.
0: Thank you so much, Dan.
1: And uh, thanks again for, for tuning in, for watching this. If you're watching it on video, if you're listening to the old fashioned way, amazing as well. Uh, we'll be having additional content throughout the conference, so keep an eye on uh, our YouTube channel and our Spotify page if you want to listen to this in between sessions or into the wee hours of the night as you get prepared for uh, the next day. So thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.
0: I won't be back in a year. Cause all the fallen leaves, the birds, the breeze, capture me again. And all the lies he tells, someone else sure could use a friend.